start this uh, very last session together. Um, so we're going to talk about AI empowering citizens. Uh, we're very lucky to have Jacques and Joachim here to talk about their projects and the latest research. Uh, no, it's great. Um, so we're going to have uh, questions right now or afterwards. Okay, so I'll do my talk as well. Um, so let's just get to the presentation. There we go. So I think what I want to do is maybe start with with that. Um, so does this work as well? Yeah, maybe this, this is fine. Um, so I'm. Uh, um, you, you're a, you describe yourself as a, um, not necessarily an optimist, but not. So I describe myself as more optimistic, but I'm also a realist. So um, so I'm a smart technology entrepreneur and. I, I built my whole career on artificial intelligence, did my PhD on recurrent neural nets and AI and stuff, and then started my first AI company. Um, I sold that to General Electric, and I had time to think about next moves afterwards. And, and I got inspired by visionary leadership in the World Economic Forum and the United Nations, and pretty much just looking at what global organizations are doing and some leadership there. And for me, my next, just thinking about next steps, is, is really all about shaping a better future in the smart technology era. How can I actually use AI and technologies to actually shape a better future? Now, I'm based in Cape Town, South Africa, and I'm also concerned about Africa. That Africa can be left behind, um, and we need Africa to also participate. Um, we can't have that continent that's with all the people there. Um, there's so much promise, so much potential, but there's so much problems and issues. Um, and the question is, how can we use smart technology? How can we use AI? How can I apply even my skills? How can we collaborate with other organizations, with governments, with profit for profit for business organizations? How can we work together in, in solving the problems, the sustainable development goals, etc.? So, so you will see, uh, I'm not going to talk about that, but uh, my, my, my background history is really all about that. So what I've decided for, for this particular talk, so obviously we're going to talk about empowering citizens, so I'm going to get back to smart cities. So the title of this particular talk is, is really, just going back to the start, is really about health, water, smart education, smart technology services for African smart cities. Um, we, we do have the same problem in Africa around, you see a, a lot of people getting into cities, you see a lot of squatter camps, you deal with, Andrew Funk is going to talk about homelessness, all of those type of things are, are very relevant, very real. Um, so how do we deal with these type of things? Um, so and there are a bunch of other things that I'm also involved in, but one of the things that I've started um, is, um, and that's going to be the fourth bullet there, I'm actually going to start with that, um, and that's about um, AI community and data platform for Africa. So. We want to network together the critical resources in Africa to start working together and interacting with international communities as well and creating the necessary skills. Um, and not only that, but also to get people together to actually help solve problems. Um, so I'll, I'll be talking about that um, briefly. So that's briefly the outline. So I'm going to start talking about AI community and data platform. I'm also going to touch on health. I know there's a separate track on that, but that's something I'm deeply involved in. Um, and then water. So Cape Town, we we experience. Uh, they call it. They talked about day zero. Uh, that never happened, fortunately. Yet. So we can talk about that. 
But we are actively looking at collaborating with governments, with non-profit organizations, and also businesses. We've got a company called Water Mathematics, where we're looking at uh, a proper holistic solution in getting real-time information around water losses um, and trying to address this in a proper way. So it's about operationalizing IoT, um, uh, AI, uh, big data analytics around all of this. So I'll quickly talk about that as well. Um, and then education. I've, I'm also an investor um, in companies, so I've invested in, in some educational companies, smart educational companies, so I quickly want to talk about that as well. Okay, so this was just my way of, we're talking about the 17 sustainable development goals. We know that smart cities is kind of also bringing them together. So on the right hand there, I'll talk about AI community and data platform for Africa. So I've got a few slides talking about the machine intelligence Institute of Africa. So that's like the a pretty much focused on AI, data science. So I've got a few slides on that specifically. But you will see the rest of the goals there. And I, what I did there was to actually map it to at least five of the um, specific sustainable development goals. Um, obviously, smart cities as well. The last section of this talk is actually going to be about empowering citizens. So we are going to talk uh, about that. And we can use that maybe as in facilitation of, of what we're doing here. Um, so, yeah, so that is a detail, so let's get into, into it. So, on this particular slide, I was just showing the four tracks and how these particular projects that I've uh, mentioned there, how it actually maps uh, to the four tracks as well. So, I'll skip that, skip that. Um, so, so, the first thing I want to quickly talk about is uh, AI Community Data Platform for Africa. Um, what's really great about what's happening, so I've started this Machine Intelligence Institute of Africa uh, two years ago, um, you can go to machineintelligenceafrica.org. It's a non-profit. It, the focus is really transforming Africa through machine intelligence, AI. Um, and obviously, I want to leverage my background and experience in creating companies uh, and, and solving and using AI to actually solve problems. Um, so, what is MIA? Uh, MIA is an innovative community and accelerator uh, for machine intelligence or AI and data science research and applications. Uh, I do have a research background. I think it's also very, very important as part of that. Uh, but pretty much to help transform Africa. And I'm saying transform Africa, but it could apply to emerging other, other continents, other areas, other, other places in the world as well. So this is what we've done. So this, you can see there's a list of partners. Um, and we had some discussions with the World Bank and Gates Foundation as well. But those are a lot of the, the companies that's been involved in uh, sponsoring events, hackathons, um, and just a lot of the gatherings. We, we've got a bunch of projects that I will quickly talk about as well um, that speaks to the sustainable development goals uh, as well. Currently, there's about 2050 registrations across the MIA channels as well, so it's growing. There's interest. People from all walks of life and different disciplines, physicists and chemists and actuaries, and people are joining this. Um, so, anyway, so, so that's that. I maybe just want to quickly mention, there is um, some very interesting partners. So, obviously, IBM, Microsoft, and, and a bunch of other companies. There's PwC, Deloitte's. Um, you will see Data Science Nigeria. So, we're trying to hook up with other organizations in this field. So, we're not trying to compete. We're trying to collaborate. Um, we, it's really all about how can we solve problems. Um, and uh, we've got a good network of people that, that are very keen to contribute and help. Um, and that sh just shows the growth path over the last uh, two years, effectively. A lot more events, a lot more happening. 
This is just again showing the collaboration with Data Science Nigeria, and also I know these people from Kenya and Rwanda um, and so forth, other places in Africa. Um, so that's great to see in other African cities. So we are also trying to communicate with, well, I'm from Cape Town, but Lagos, Nigeria, Nairobi, etc. So there's, there's all sorts of communications and sharing happening. For instance, um, last year we participated in a data, well, the first data science bootcamp. There was about 150 data scientists in, 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 data, in that data science in Nigeria just when they started. And we had about um, almost 10 experts from outside just participating by Hangouts to help guide um, those guys on that side as well. And it's vice versa. So we, we had actually people there coming to our events as well. So, so it's really great to see. Um, then, if I can go to the next slide, there we go. So, if you go, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but if you go to the Machine Intelligence Africa website and go to projects, you will see a list of African problems that maps to the Sustainable Development Goals. Um, and the whole idea is to actually um, submit those projects and then um, get proper funding and, to, and actually start solving it using the community that we build up. Um, and there's some application projects, research projects, etc. But it's not just us. So we've just recently, um, one of my companies, well, my key AI company now um, is Cortex Logic. Um, but there's another company called Exio, and they've started this Zindi, like a Kaggle of Africa. And we, when we saw that, we said, that's fantastic. We want to actually uh, have a data platform where we can have data competitions, because that's part of what we want to do with Mia. So we collaborate here, we can actually ex accelerate that. So. So we've been funding that, but I think that will be awesome if there's a proper, proper funding. Um, also, so we've got some projects around that as well. So uh, the next few slides are just talking a little bit about that, um, what the platform is all about. So I just want to make people aware of that, that in Africa, there's people trying, there's visionary leadership and people trying to execute um, around creating communities, creating the data sets, gathering things, and, and doing something about um, the problems. So anyway, so I'll, I'll, st I'll stop there. Um, on the health side, um, so health is such an important area. Um, you know that Bill and Melinda Gates, well, they spend quite a bit of money in Africa, uh, TB, and there's so many diseases. Um, even in Western Cape, that's, that's, that's a big, big problem right there as well. But what we've seen, um, there's a great opportunity to create a multi-sided platform environment where we can have producers and consumers, and there's, there's data and there's requests, and we can facilitate all of that. So there's quite a bit of stuff going on with government, with the South African Medical Research Council. We are looking at, I think, Microsoft potentially involved there as well, and other um, tech, tech players as well. Um, but we are looking at creating a proper environment that you can do precision medicine, uh, for instance. And we're work, working actually with... Uh, uh, Professor Musom Slanga from UCT and also Next Biosciences, and there's a bunch of companies there where we're trying to collaborate and trying to see can we work together to operationalize um, around health as well. Um, and that's with Synergy specifically and Femi um, as, as one of the uh, parts of the, 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 the Big Data like stack. It's all about big data governance, privacy by design, um, all of those type of things because that needs to be managed in a proper way. Um, so all the electronic health records, all the unstructured data, structured data uh, needs to be managed um, so you can actually create kind of an app store around that. So just want to mention that, that initiative as well. 
Um, on the water front, uh, just, just briefly, um, uh, water data analytics platforms. So obviously it's very acute, the problems around water, the water losses, and water is becoming such a big issue internationally, obviously everywhere. Um, but the good thing is there are really visionary leadership, and we've got the right individuals that's got um, their basically decades of experience around water and how to do these kind of things. So we're looking at water balances, what's going in, what's going out, aquifers, you're looking at the whole spectrum, all the consumers, and you go all the way down to detail level, to, to citizen level, effectively. Um, so there's a lot of information, but there's a lot of gaps. Um, but this is an opportunity also from an IoT perspective to have bottom-up information, to get more reliable information um, around this as well. So very excited about this uh, project as well. And then the last thing before I get to the um, smart cities, uh, uh, the smart citizens one, when you point to that, yeah. okay. So, and it's the last one is around education. So, that is a major problem, and it's a big passion of mine as well. I, we live in a smart technology era. That is, we talk about a fourth industrial revolution. I talk about a smart technology era, um, and we need to urgently empower. The people, the citizens, uh, the people in, in Africa, specifically but around the world, to um, to actually be active in this world. Uh, in, in, in this. So, uh, what we, what we've done here, I think, firstly, you need the infrastructure. So you need access to. So I've, I've listed there. Everyone should have affordable access to the digital world. That's a big problem in Africa right now. So we need to address that. Um, we need extreme acceleration of 21st century skills. Um, and there's a bunch of other things there that's, that's mentioned as well. Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm actually going to skip some of this. So this is just ideas around smart technology, center of excellence, and, and all of that. Um, and actually, how do you expand creating this type of thing around Africa? So um, there we go. So the lot, yeah. So this is just about my company. I'll just stop there. So we're all about creating an AI engine for platform businesses and corporates. The, the last bit, um, and this is going to lead the kind of discussion into empowering citizens as well. So I did mention that because it's all important, all those things, water, health, all of that is very important for, for citizens as well. So um, this is from a study from Deloitte where they were talking about, um, basically, if you look at recent smart city trends, it's about empowering citizens on the rise. And, and I think it's very important to have this focus. And, when they thought about the tracks, I thought it was great that, that you guys thought about this specific, give this emphasis. Um, what Deloitte is basically saying is that we need to tailor public services to increase resource efficiency. And well, that's kind of a generic way of, 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 of stating what we need to do. And it was quite interesting, then on the right hand side, um, they're showing where is pretty much what, what is getting attention, and what should get attention. Um, just based on interviews and talking to, to various small cities around the world. Governance education, major focus. And that's exactly the case in, in Africa as well. We talk about um, uh, even, even corruption and no transparency. We talk about uh, issues around education is a major problem. In South Africa, it's an absolute major problem. But energy is critical. Healthcare, security, all of those are, are being listed here. Um, then, um, and, and this particular slide, Smart City 3.0, is just talking about bringing it all together. It, it's got to be, uh, to solve these problems, you won't just have a business or just have 
very specific organization, it's going to be a complete team effort. It's going to be all the stakeholders, and including the, the citizens that you want to incentivize, uh, that needs to be part of that. So this is just emphasizing that, uh, engaging citizens to work in collaboration with private corporations and the public sector. Um, and last few slides, just quickly. So this is, is Franz Albertier. I think he was in the previous discussion. I'm not sure. Where is he? Okay, great. So you, you must know the Bach Society in Amsterdam. Um, so I just, um, so, so this was kind of their definition of smart citizens, which I thought it was great. So we can obviously, in the panel discussion, talk about this specifically. But I, I was quite inspired by this because I think there's a lot to learn. It seems like what they're doing there in Amsterdam, I would love to see we apply this in African cities, in Cape Town, Joburg, Lagos, like Nairobi, etc. But but really, it's, it's talking about forming these groups and making it very practical. Um, and uh, when people take responsibility uh, for the places they live and work and love. Um, so, anyway, so one can go through that. The slides will be made available. Uh, they also talk about this urban feeds data flow, where you've got uh, you're collecting data, you're putting your instrument in. You can't do really anything if you don't instrument properly. So, this is where IoT plays an incredible role to measure. You analyze, you distribute, you get that feedback, you look at the behavior, and, it, and it's a continuous loop. Um, even with companies and businesses, when we actually operationalize AI, uh, AI, AI solutions, uh, say for instance, you're looking at personalized on-demand services, and you've got all this big data structured, unstructured data, small data layers, you automate the AI, you feed this into workflows or in, into intelligent virtual systems, that virtual assistant is like a sensor because it provides information, it could do sentiment analysis. That needs to feed back to the data lake so that you can operationalize and improve your models, etc. But you see the same type of thing here. So it's a dynamic system. It's not just a static thing. You need to update and maintain this. Um, and uh, this is just the, the, the Amsterdam group talking about smart citizen, citizen approach and that all the aims here, they meet. They match, they map, they make, they master, they measure, they measure, and then they mobilize. Um, and, and what's great, they talk about the lessons learned and, and so forth, so I think it would be interesting. I don't know, Albert, maybe in the panel discussion, we can, I don't know how much you're aware of this, but we can talk about this because this is clearly, um, I think there's a lot to learn from this. Um, and then finally, um, what they were advocating here is empowering smart citizens the old way is kind of the government top down, the, the top down decision making as opposed to the new way we talk about bottom up decision making. In the past is kind of a linear approach, which is not always scalable. Here we talk about a non linear approach reducing complexity, encouraging complexity, minimizing uncertainty, embracing uncertainty, stifling innovation, and enabling boost in creativity. So, and I think blockchain, I know Andrew Funk is going to talk about that with the homelessness thing as well, but it is obviously very much a part of this as well. So I think with the, on that note, I'll end my presentation, um, and hopefully this will just help to see the discussion, the panel discussion.